Well, good morning. My name is India Gleason, and I am the youth ministry director here at Shambly First United Methodist Church. Um, during this season at Shambly, as a lot of other churches in the United Methodist Church are going through, we are undergoing a transition of pastoral leadership. Um, so during this time, our staff parish relations committee um, approached me to ask if I would preach this Sunday, um, and I gladly accepted and told them that I would. So here I am. So if you expected anybody else, I'm sorry. <laughs> But I would like to um, have you all join me in our scripture reading this morning. Um, it finds us in the 28th chapter of Jeremiah. And in this chapter, a prophet named Hananiah comes to Jeremiah in the house of God with a message he claims is from the Lord. Now hear the word of God. In that same year, at the beginning of the reign of King Zedekiah of Judah, in the fifth month of the fourth year, the prophet Hananiah, son of Azur from Gibeon, spoke to me in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the priests and all the people, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have broken the yoke of the king of Babylon. Within two years I will bring back to this place all the vessels of the Lord's house, which King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon took away from this place and carried to Babylon. I will also bring back to this place King Jeconiah, son of Jehoiakim of Judah, and all the exiles from Judah who went to Babylon, says the Lord, for I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. Then the prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words that you have prophesied and bring back to this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all the exiles. But listen now to this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all these people. The prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied war, famine, and pestilence against many countries and great kingdoms. As for the prophet who prophesied peace, when the word of that prophet comes true, it will then be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. Then the prophet Hananiah took the yoke from the neck of the prophet Jeremiah and broke it. And Hananiah spoke in the presence of all the people, saying, Thus says the Lord, this is how I will break the yoke of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon from the neck of all the nations within two years. At this, the prophet Jeremiah went his way. Sometime after the prophet Hananiah had broken the yoke from the neck of the prophet Jeremiah, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Go, tell Hananiah, thus says the Lord, you have broken wooden bars only to forge iron bars in place of them. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have put an iron yoke on the neck of all these nations so that they may serve King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, and they shall indeed serve him. I have even given him the wild animals. And the prophet Jeremiah said to the prophet Hananiah, Listen, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, and you made this people trust in a lie. Therefore, thus says the Lord, I am going to send you off the face of the earth. Within this year you will be dead because you have spoken rebellion against the Lord. And that same year, in the seventh month, the prophet Hananiah died. This is the word of God for the people of God. 
Thanks be to God. Well, that was a whirlwind of a scripture reading. So let's break this down from before the beginning. Let's jump back to Jeremiah chapter 27. Jeremiah 27 gives us insight into what the sign of the yoke is. God tells Jeremiah to make a yoke out of straps and bars and wear it around his neck. Jeremiah is then to give word to the kings of Moab, Ammon, Edom, Tyre, and Sidon that their land has been given to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. But if they don't give their land and serve under King Nebuchadnezzar, then God will punish them. God even tells Jeremiah to tell these kings that they shouldn't listen to prophets who explicitly say, you shall, not, you shall not serve the king of Babylon, or the vessels of the Lord's house will soon be brought back from Babylon. God says don't listen to them because they are not telling the truth. Now all of this is happening because the land of Judah has been rejecting God. So God is putting them under their enemy's rule. When the people of Judah decide to trust in him again, God brings them out of captivity. And this goes back and forth and back and forth for a little bit. So in this part of Jeremiah, God puts the people of Judah under King Nebuchadnezzar's rule, who goes into Jerusalem and steals everything from the temple. Then we get to Jeremiah 28, which we just read where we have Hananiah, who approaches Jeremiah in the house of the Lord, and basically says all of the things that God says not to listen to because they aren't true. However, Jeremiah doesn't call out Hananiah immediately for it. Instead, Jeremiah says, Amen. I wish that would happen. But only most prophets prophesy about bad things. And this seems good, so we'll have to see what happens and if it's true. Well, I guess Hananiah could sense the sarcasm in Jeremiah's voice because he did not like that and decides to rip the yoke off from around Jeremiah's neck. So what does Jeremiah do? He walks away. In these first few verses, we have learned about true prophets and false prophets. Jeremiah was a true prophet, someone who has been called on by God to proclaim God's word. Hananiah was a false prophet, someone who is only saying they have been called on by God when they have not been called. True prophets such as Jeremiah give the cold hard truth whereas false prophets tend to sugarcoat things in order to comfort people. Jeremiah was doing what God had instructed him to do, and that was to tell the people of Judah about their captivity to Babylon. Of course people aren't going to like it. I mean, who would? But this was what God told Jeremiah to tell the people. When Hananiah heard of this, he decided to confront Jeremiah in the house of God and called Jeremiah the liar and said none of these things were going to happen. 
Who are the Jeremiah's in your life? Who are the Hananiah's? Who are the people who have been called on by God to proclaim the word of God, and who are the people who are only pretending? Who are you listening to, and who do you believe? How are you differentiating these true prophets, these Jeremiah's of the world, from the Hananiah's of the world? How do you know the Hananiah's are not speaking the word of God? Do you know the Hananiah's are not speaking the word of God? If we continue looking at the scripture reading after Jeremiah walks away from Hananiah, God comes to Jeremiah again and tells him to tell Hananiah that he has broken wooden bars only to forge iron bars. Meaning, now every nation must serve under Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar. So, Jeremiah goes to Hananiah and tells him this. Jeremiah makes it known to him that God has not sent him and that he is telling lies. And Hananiah dies shortly after. So what, what are these wooden bars and iron bars and wooden yokes? If you look up the word yoke, as it is found in the Bible, you'll discover many definitions of it. The main one that you'll find is a device that is fitted on the neck of an oxen to help them plow. It was harmless and was meant to help lighten their load. In Jeremiah, the word is used to symbolize captivity. By wearing this yoke around his neck, he was not only symbolizing the captivity under Babylonian rule, but also as a sign of the words that God has spoken to Jeremiah. So for Hananiah to rip off the yoke God has instructed Jeremiah to build and wear is pretty bold, if you ask me. But it was wrong. The words to make note in this verse, verse 13, is that the yoke of the yoke or bars that Hananiah broke from Jeremiah's neck were wooden. The wooden yoke is a symbol of the yoke of Christ. The yoke of Christ is easy and your burdens are always light because that is what a yoke does. It lightens the load. Hananiah broke the wooden yoke and because of that, God is giving all these nations iron yokes. They now have no choice but to serve King Nebuchadnezzar, and now they are suffering even more. All of this because of a false prophet. All of this because Hananiah wanted to tell the people what they wanted to hear, not what they needed to hear. When you start to listen to the false prophets and the Hananiahs of the world, you may think that you're lightening your load. But in reality, all you are doing is forging iron bars. Maybe you're thinking to yourself what I'm thinking to myself. 
How do you know what is true? How can I tell who the true prophets are? That answer? I'll tell you when I find it. I can tell you that the easy way, the way with wooden yoke, is often going to be the hard way. It's the way that tells us when we have sinned or makes us feel bad or makes us question everything we've ever done. That's the true prophet under the wooden yoke. The false prophet under an iron yoke is rainbows and butterflies. It's sugarcoating all the things we have done so we don't see all of the sin and downfall Jesus is carrying for us. But we don't need to sugarcoat it. Because Jesus, a true prophet, the ultimate prophet, has a wooden yoke. And his burden is light. When I was writing this sermon, I kept thinking and kept singing this lyric from a Casting Crown song over and over in my head. The song is called Love Them Like Jesus. If you haven't heard it, I highly suggest you go listen to it. The chorus of the song says this. Just love her like Jesus. Carry her to him. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. You don't need the answers to all of life's questions. Just know that he loves her. Stay by her side and love her like Jesus. Growing up, my parents loved Casting Crowns. And so I grew up going to a few of their concerts. Though I've become a Casting Crowns fan myself, I often find myself finding one of their songs for every event in my life, for singing songs in my head when someone unknowingly quotes a lyric or says something that reminds me of them. I remember when I first started hearing the song that I just quoted, Love Them Like Jesus, and hearing the chorus, and it says, His yoke is easy, his burden is light. And being so confused at like six or seven as to why they're talking about egg yolks in this Christian song. It honestly was an embarrassing amount of time before I realized they weren't talking about eggs over easy. <laughs> but the yoke of Jesus Christ and how he carried all of our sin from day one and his burden is still light. Friends, find the true prophets who carry wooden yokes. What they have to say won't be easy to hear. But just know that because you are followers of Jesus Christ, that burden will always be easy and light. Amen. If you will join me in standing to sing our last hymn, God of the Ages, found in your hymnal on page 698 or on the screens behind me. Mm -hmm. 
couple of quick announcements. Um, today, after church, we're going to have a Lunches of Love. We're going to join the missions team in the fellowship hall to pack summer lunch bags for food and secure children in our community. We have many meals to pack, so we need all the help we could get. So if you would be so kind to join us in the fellowship hall um, right after service, you can go straight down this hallway, take a left, um, and it'll be about the last room on your left. Um, next, oh, our office will be closed um, tomorrow, Monday, July 3rd, and Tuesday, um, July 4th. So I just want you all to be aware of that. And next Sunday, we will welcome our new pastor, Reverend Minno Chung. Um, he will be here um, for his first, he'll be here starting on Wednesday, but he'll be here for his first sermon on uh, Sunday, July the 9th. So uh, make plans to come and support him and welcome our new reverend here at Sampley First UMC. Now, friends, I invite you to go and find your true prophets who carry those wooden yokes and who make your burdens so easy and light. Uh, go in the name of God the Father, in the name of God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you.